A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we try to deliver is a conversation that is less than fascinating so that you can feel free to just drift off and relax and not think about other things and just focus on whatever trivial and uninteresting thing we may be talking about on that particular episode. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I am your host, Marco Timpano, and today is going to be a solo episode. It's just you and me. We do these every once in a while, and I hope you enjoy them. I kind of find them tricky because I'm always sort of judging what I'm saying, but today I won't, and I recommend we all stop judging what we say and just be and try to just enjoy the day. Today's episode is going to be me being grateful and sending out thank yous. I know that sounds a little woo-woo. I'll try to not make it too, I don't know what the word is, but this is going to be as genuine as I possibly can, and... I want to mention that we have a very special episode coming up on July 1st. As our listeners know, this is a Canadian podcast. We broadcast primarily from Toronto, Canada. And I say that because at first we were trying to be very, oh, let's try to be a podcast from anywhere and not specifically reference that we're from Canada because we don't want to alienate our listeners and then finally we said you know what we are from Canada and we should be proud of that and I'm sure our listeners won't hold that against us and so we are a proud Canadian podcast and July 1st is Canada Day so we have an hour episode coming up on Monday we usually released our episodes on Wednesdays but this Monday July 1st we have a great Canadian guest on. Of course, many of our guests are Canadian, and we consider them all great. But we have the wonderfully talented Aurora Brown is going to be on our podcast. And if that name rings a bell, then you might be a fan of the show that she is a writer, actor, producer on called Baroness Von Sketch. And if you haven't seen that show yet... Go on Netflix, go on the CBC app and check it out because it's quite brilliant and hilarious and a positive reflection of what we Canadians produce. So I highly recommend it. She's, I'm so thrilled to know this and we didn't know this at the time 
of recording the episode, but she's going to be one of the co-hosts of a show that I, I, I love and I've talked about on our podcast. So you might know, and if you don't, if you're a first-time listener, I love The Great British Bake Off. It is one of the most gentle shows on television, and I've learned so much, and it's helped me lull me to a state where I can find sleep, and I love everything about it. There is a Canadian version, and while I enjoyed it, I think I'm going to enjoy it even more now that Aurora Brown and Carolyn Taylor, who is also a very brilliant, talented Canadian comedian, and I hazard to say a friend of mine, because I started my comedy career taking classes where I was in a class with Carolyn Taylor, and I had such great scenes with her. Hopefully, she'll be a guest on the Insomnia Project. But regardless of that, we have an episode with Aurora Brown on July 1st, and it's an hour-long episode that celebrates two Canadian sculptors, and, well, that's all I'll say. It's a special treat, and I hope you will enjoy it. I want to also thank and say I'm grateful to all our listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word about, I said word weird, the word about the Insomnia Project to friends and family. I want to thank all the listeners who are on our Patreon page and have become patrons. If you do enjoy this show and you want to go and help support it, go to patreon.com, the Insomnia Project. There is another way you can support our podcast, and that's if you listen to our podcast on the Radio Public podcast app, which is a free app for you. And every listen on that app of Radio Public, we get paid. So if you, if it doesn't matter to you where you listen to podcasts, we recommend listening on Radio Public, not just to our podcast, but to all your favorite podcasts, because it helps us all out. So thank you. I also want to thank all the listeners who tweet and email and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and other apps, podcast apps. We really do appreciate the feedback that we get from you. We recently got a wonderful review on iTunes from Meow Mag. And Meow Mag says, Looking for a way to keep calm prior to surgery, I came across this podcast. Calming, relaxing, and just distracting enough to chase away any anxious thoughts, I listened all the way through pre-op. Thank you. And I'm grateful for that review, and thank you to Meow Mag. We had no idea that our podcast could help in that capacity. So if you have any friends or family, or people you know who might be going through a procedure or surgery and they feel anxious, direct them to our podcast and we will do our best to help rid some of that anxiety or keep them calm or distracted as we talk about koi fish or doorknobs or sculptors. I want to thank libraries. I'm so grateful to my local library, which I can walk to. Here's one of the things I love. I just recently got a book from the library that no one else has read 
So when I watch television and there's an author talking about their book that was just released, I will go to my library page on um, on the computer and I will request that book, even if it's not in the library as of the time I'm searching. Because what will often happen is I will be the first person or one of the first people to request it. And when that book comes to the library, I get a notice saying my book is in. And there's nothing like getting a book that no one has read from the library and rifling through those pages for the first time. One of the first things I always do with books is I go to the index page to see when it was published. I don't know why I do it, but I always do that. And if I'm listening to a book, an audio book, let's say in the car, I will always pop the CD in and I will look at how many tracks are on that particular CD before I listen. It's just one of those weird and wonderful things that I do when I read or listen to books. What are some of the weird and wonderful things you do when you listen or read books? I have, I'm, just, I'm just so excited about this book that I just got from the library. And um, thank you to all patrons of libraries and people who work at libraries. I also want to make a special mention, since Canada Day is coming up, that Canada is the first country to ban shark fin importation into the country. And I'm very grateful for that because, as you may know, it's a cause I really believe in, stopping the finning and selling of shark fins. If you have an episode you want to hear on our podcast, tweet us, email us, Instagram us, and we have some uh, upcoming episodes based on suggestions from our listeners. For example, we're going to have an episode on crochet on Nova Scotia, which is a listener from the UK asked us to do a episode in Nova Scotia. So we will be doing that. We have a, you know what, now that I think of it, I would love to do an episode on boche, which is a game you play with um, various really heavy circular balls of different color. And usually they're traditionally they're green and red. And there's a small little ball, which is usually yellow, but I'll get into that on another episode. I should mention that, you know, we do love hearing from all our listeners. So if you can tweet us at listen and sleep, that's listen and sleep. We did not get the insomnia project as our Twitter handle at the time. Someone else had it. So we went with the next best thing, which is listen and sleep. Tweet us there and we'll tweet you back. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Insomnia Project. There we did get that handle. So it's so not confusing to have different social media handles. I know. I apologize about that. But I'm grateful that we do have people who follow us on that. And uh, another thing that I love besides books from the library that are brand new and I don't know if you do this, but I'm going to be doing this in a few moments, is folding fresh laundry from the dryer that's still warm while I watch my favorite program. 
on television. So it's like you're doing this monotonous sort of folding. And I try my best to fold like Marie Kondo has explained the best way to fold clothes, which is not easy, by the way. And I know she has this Netflix special where I think she demonstrates more how to fold things. I've seen one episode. I haven't seen more. I just um, haven't had a chance to, to be quite honest with you. But I did read her books. So I do enjoy folding warm laundry while I watch the TV. What are some things you enjoy doing? Or do you enjoy folding laundry? I don't enjoy putting it away, I'll tell you that. But the folding aspect of it, I really, really dig. Other things that I really enjoy that are happening right now. So I have a peonies plant that belonged to my mother. And what's interesting is I never knew about peonies prior to this conversation I'm about to have with you. So my wife, Amanda, loves peonies. My mom had be- had a beautiful garden that had a nice amount of peonies. I don't know what a nice amount means, but she had a plentitude of peonies. And she was moving. And it was like, oh, you've got all these peonies. What should we do? And we thought, well, I'd like to have some peonies. My sister would like to have some peonies. I'm certain the people who purchased the house would like some. But because there's a plentitude of peonies here, why don't we just get some and bring it to our various homes and leave some for the prospective buyers? Peonies is one of those plants that will repropagate or will continue to um, shoot off more, more plants as it grows. So we knew even if we took some away through the years, it would continue to is propagate the right word, will continue to develop or grow should the new homeowners want it to. So I took some, my sister took some, and I planted them. Now, the interesting thing about peonies, and I'm no plant expert, is that if you move them, they can be quite sensitive. So they may not bloom the year that you move them. So we moved them. And they did bloom. So I was quite excited. And then last year, we decided to put a window on that ground floor where the peonies were. So I had to move the peonies. And I was like, oh, this might mean for a year or two, we will not get flowers. And then, of course, we had to get our roof done. And as they were throwing the shingles down, some of the peonies got let's say, injured by the roof tiles or the shingles, I should say. And I thought, oh, this is really going to stress my peonies. All of a sudden, having not known what peonies were, I was the great peonies defender. And so I replanted them near the window that we had to have installed. And I thought next year, which would be this year, We just won't get any peonies blooms. And sure enough, we got two beautiful peonies blooms from the flowers. They did repropagate or they did shoot off new peonies plants. So we've got more coming up for next year. They're small right now, 
but you know they're going to grow next year. And I couldn't be more thrilled. And ever since I found out about peonies, I walk through my neighborhood and I see all the different peonies people have, whether they be pink or white or dark, dark, dark fuchsia color. Um, And I really enjoy looking at peonies. And prior to us moving the peonies, I never would have given that. I, I don't think I would have known what that flower was even called. So I do love crocus, and they're the first flowers I see in the spring. I do love peonies, which I think is the first flower you see just before summer starts. Or maybe I should correct that. The flowering tree you see in spring would be, so after the crocus, I would say are the magnolia trees, and I think they're gorgeous. And then comes peonies for me. I'm not sure what summer flowers I like, but I'm going to really pay attention because, I don't know, I'm really starting to dig these flowers that I never thought I would. Of course, tulips are always also a flower that you greet with great joy in the spring. Although my squirrels like to, as the tulips start to come out, they like to bite the flower off them for some reason. If you have a tip on how to stop these squirrels from messing with my tulips, I would certainly appreciate that. And I've tried all the various things that my local gardener's garden store has told me to do. What's your favorite flower? What flower makes you happy? What flower have you had difficulty dealing with? I tried to plant heather for my mother. I bought her a heather plant and I thought, oh, I think she'd like this. And I had no luck with that. But it's funny, we have this rhubarb that grows up at our cottage that we did not plant. The owners prior to us had planted it near, in the worst possible space you could imagine. It's by one of the maple trees that grows in the back. And it's like right in the middle of the garden or the backyard. It's not even a garden, just the tree is in the middle of the backyard grass. And you'd be like, why would anyone plant a tree right there? But they did. And it's a beautiful tree. And they also planted rhubarb at the foot of this tree. And I don't know if rhubarb grows great near maple trees, but this rhubarb just every year is strong and mighty. And I love rhubarb. And I love everything about rhubarb. I love the color. I love how tart it is. I love how it goes with strawberries or something sweet, how it balances so nicely. And I particularly love to pick rhubarb. If you haven't picked rhubarb, one of the great things about picking rhubarb is that snap you hear and feel when you grab the stalk and leaf and you pull it forward. It kind of snaps from the the base, and I think that's the appropriate way to pick rhubarb. You don't cut rhubarb. I could be mistaken, but you snap the stack, the, the stalk rather, from the base of the rhubarb. And that is what one of the things I am grateful for. And I thank the previous owners, since this is a thank you episode, I thank the previous owners of the cottage who planted that rhubarb in the most inconvenient but wonderful place in my cottage backyard. I have friends from LA who always say, Cottage, cottage, it sounds so, ugh. But that's what we call it here in Ontario or in southern Ontario. I know some places call them cabins or compounds. 
what do you call your summer getaway place where you're from? We call it cottage. And I like that name. And I love waking up early and walking by the water with a coffee cup in my hand, which I know is strange to be walking around with a coffee cup by the water. But better a coffee cup than a styrofoam cup or whatnot. And we take a walk while no one is at the beach or by the water. And we walk. And I usually, if I see trash or garbage that someone may have left, I usually pick it up and I'll put it in a little bag and I'll throw it into a trash bin that is set out by the by the township near the parking lot. And that's how I contribute. One year, we were walking along the shore and there was a whole bunch of sturgeon that had washed up. And if you're not familiar with sturgeon, it's the fish that the classic caviar comes from. And they're a very odd looking, almost prehistoric. And I believe they're like one of those sort of connections, connections, connective animals to the prehistoric past like alligators and crocodiles are. Um, these fish certainly look like it because they look very unusual. And a few had washed up on the shore and I was a bit concerned about it. And so I think we contacted the wildlife agency that is up in that area. And they said, no, they're, they're every decade there is a bit of a die-off with these fish and we're monitoring it and it is in the normal or safe numbers right now. So thank you for your attention to that. And I am very attentive when it comes to things like that and invasive plant or animal species, which we need to be very aware of no matter where you're listening, of course. I also love finding pens that I enjoy writing with. I know that sounds weird, but I do enjoy writing with certain pens that leave that are blue ink and have a nice feel to them. I don't know if that's a joy that you have, but I'm certainly grateful whenever I receive one of those pens or whenever I use one of those pens, say I'm at the bank or <clears throat> signing a credit card receipt and someone passes me that kind of pen. I'm always grateful for that. So thank you for the people who make those kind of pens. Other things that I want to thank, or you know what, there was another, before I get into that, there was another review that I wanted to read. And I think it was from uh, the UK, I want to say. Let's just take a look here as I scroll, as I scroll to find it. Oh, I should have done this beforehand. Yes, here it is. Okay. So from Colonel Grapple, great name, by the way, Colonel Grapple, does exactly what it sets out to do. My insomnia is virtually a thing of the past in a whole bunch of Zs or Zs to indicate, to indicate sleep, whatever you use, whether you use the Z or the Z as well. Former... Lost Addict writes, fantastic podcast, good topics, soothing voices, and most importantly, clear audio. I recommend this cast. So thank you so much. You know, we do our best to make sure that the audio is, is clear and as clean as possible. 
And because I'm not an audio engineer, I certainly do that. We had uh, one review that wasn't so great that said they found it difficult to hear our podcast with their pillow speaker, which I don't know what a pillow speaker is. But as a result of that feedback, we tried to really focus on how we could make our audio sound clearer and better. And I'm sure if you listen to shows we did in the first year that we were airing to today, there is a substantial difference. So thank you for all the feedback. Um, And I also want to thank other podcasts that we have listened to and that we share with our friends and say, oh, this is a great podcast. And there's a few friends we have that do podcasts who will sometimes mention our podcast, which we don't expect them to, but it is always so lovely. And we've had as guests on our podcast, and there's a bunch of podcasters that I really want to get into the studio that are friends of podcaster friends that we have. Um, You might remember like Bill we've had on the show a couple of times. And we want Bill and Daniel Krolik back on. They do a podcast called BGM, Bad Game Movies, Bitchy Game Men. And I really do enjoy that podcast. And uh, Bill also does one called My Criterions, which is great. And we've had other podcasters on the show too. And it's just so much fun. Uh, Because we usually talk about podcast. We talk about podcast stories that we have prior to recording that might not be appropriate on air, but we'll talk about situations we've had, like most recently. I had a situation where we recorded a podcast, and then when I went to listen to it, the audio, there was something wrong with the audio, and I didn't know what to do, and I was like, oh, I think I lost this episode. And then a person I didn't know on a podcast um, community group that I happened to be with said, oh, I'll fix that for you. And it was salvaged, and that was a great experience. And, uh, yeah, we have all kinds of stories. Maybe one day we'll have a podcast stories episode. I don't know if that'd be interesting for the listener or if it'll be too exciting. But, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I, it always feels a little odd for me to just sort of just keep talking by myself here in the studio. But I'm not by myself because I'm here with you, the listener. Follow us on Instagram at The Insomnia Project. Tweet us on Twitter at Listen and Sleep. Or if you don't feel like doing any of that because you listen in bed and you drift off, we hope you enjoy The Insomnia Project. Thank you for listening, and we wish you all the best. <laughs>